Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend Matt. Do you think that um, what, what what do you think Mister Monopoly's deal is? <laughs> um, yeah, like what, like in terms of like, does he what business he runs? The what? Uh, how how often he money money launders? Uh oh, plenty. That's that's plenty, a given. Yeah. That's I think that I think that is just like when you see him and you're like that's that is the symbol for laundering, right yeah. there. I think I I think he money launders a lot. Um, now, would you? How would you? How would you consider his relationship with Mister Peanut? Are they the same person? Is it a mm. um uh, 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 an original character type thing? I think I th- I I or think are they, it's, fr- are they friends? I think it's his food sona. <laughs> His food soda? Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right term for that. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's why I went with the original character. Yeah. That would, yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Yeah. I think mm. I think that he, because I feel like him, I think he realizes that he is the symbol of money laundering. And uh, I think that he was like, you know what? How do I appeal to mass audiences? And therefore, he, I'm going to get into a giant nut suit and walk mm-hmm. around as Mr. Peanut. Yeah, and that and that that will that will appeal to me, and then I'll I'll have a massive Super Bowl commercial about me dying, and then being reborn as a baby nut, and, and, and therefore profit more more money laundering comes. <laughs> I don't like this intro anymore. <laughs> we brought a ba- baby nut under the chat. We gotta we gotta we gotta scrap it. We, we scrap it. We 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 come back around on that. And come then... back around. Uh, Baby nut happened in 2020, Chris. Like it was right before that's all the shit. Stupid. That is stupid <laughs> of how long how long ago that it is already. That that felt like last year. It it, it happened. It, it it happened like the same weekend Kobe died. Like, oh, fuck. Gee, yeah, man. The scar the scar cuts deep on on the fact that <laughs> that like that I still feel the pain of of Baby nut. Uh, yeah. Uh, existing in our in our lives, uh, man. Can't wait for the Super Bowl. Um. Anyways, welcome everybody to another edition of the Virtual Ball Boys. We're collecting balls. We play balls. I don't know if we play balls. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of our slogan. Is is that we we don't we don't we we just love talking about a game that we're never gonna fucking ever play because goddamn that that the shit's dangerous um yeah but we we like we like collecting the balls and uh <laughs> just collect them all click 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 the balls um anyways uh we are we are here to talk about week six uh in the uh virtual in the nfl uh we're gonna predict week seven in the nfl and uh we're also gonna talk about some coaching we, we talk a lot about players uh, we, I mean, I'm not, we, we don't avoid talking about coaching, but we, we, you know, I think it's kind of an interesting topic now that we are six weeks into this season to maybe talk about, uh, who should, who should be, uh, you know, a little worried, you know, a little worried about the things that are going on with them, uh, you know, with their team thinking that maybe, uh, maybe they need to perform a little better. Otherwise they might be, uh, booted. Uh, yeah. We'll, so we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll talk about the ones who are safe, of course, as well. The ones who have probably secured their their job, at least for now. Uh, but for now, let's talk about week six. A chaotic week. Team chaos. 
reigned supreme during week six to the point that we mm-hmm. have two major upsets to talk about. Uh, we're, I only assigned one to the chaos roll. I gave the other nod to the game of the week this week. Ooh. Uh, so I, I chose for the game of the week to give it to the New York Jets, who have beaten the Philadelphia Eagles after a rough start to the season, no doubt. It's it's been as rough as it can be. The, the Jets fans have seen. Uh, it, it, they have they went they went from maybe being like, oh man, this team could go to a Super Bowl, uh, and then like literally two plays into the season, being like, oh man, uh, I really hope we get five wins. Um, <laughs> and then, but then uh, they somehow miraculously beat the Bills. Then it gets worse for them, and they go on a three game losing streak, and it just looks bad for them. Last two games, though, not too bad. Beat the Broncos, Brees Hall kind of carrying the, the the team on his back. And, yeah, the, the offense could have played better against the Eagles overall, but their defense is really what has been uh, the big reason why they won that game against a Philly team that was undefeated going into uh, this game. Uh, they also, ha- the Eagles have been undefeated against the Jets all time they have never really the jets have never beaten the eagles that's until, incredible until sunday uh <laughs> i mean granted i mean it was only like 13 meetings before this Still. so they, they don't meet a lot but yeah that's kind yeah, of yeah they're teams that have been in the nfl for a while like i i actually like i, I it's probably would be very uh, i mean maybe it would be that hard it's probably pretty easy to look up but i'm like i wonder how many of that is is that of that kind of record is still existing yeah because like because like, eagles and jets are have been are like it, it would not surprise me if like the texans have like a team that they've never been in or like the panthers the jaguars and ravens because those are all newer franchises um but like the eagles and jets have both been around at least since like the 60s 70s like they they've, they've been around for a long time so uh yeah but anyways um what do you think like this was this was a uh, a great win for the jets absolutely and i really think that like um you know uh myself included really just um uh like as soon as aaron Rodgers was out we were all out on the jets mm-hmm. but man they still have a good defense even when uh their their top their top secondary isn't in um they were yeah they were injured i forgot about yeah, that too yeah sauce garden did not play like they yeah. were they and they still have great great performance. I think this Jets team uh, is probably not Super Bowl bound still. No, I but don't think so. you you can't be upset with how the Jets season is going if you're a Jets fan. No, I think they're competitive. They're competitive, and that's what matters. And I I I do I I, I like obviously you know it would be more interesting if they had a more a, a better quarterback overall but i mean zach wilson has been playing a little bit better in the last few weeks mm-hmm. um he's not been like amazing but like starting with that chiefs game it feels like he's kind of getting back into the groove a little bit um but yeah it's it's still not a great situation overall but i yeah i mean like i would not be surprised if this jets team is sitting at seven eight wins near the end of the year and if it's even more than that then that that's a testament to the defense to the coaching staff like that they're in a good situation are you are you worried at all about the eagles um i worry about their super bowl chances but i think that they'll still be okay 
Yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting start for their offense. Yeah. Certainly. Um, it's not, they've definitely not been at their peak of like what last year felt like. Um, but they, I mean, they still have such, such a great, uh, great group of players playing. And, uh, I, I mean, I, it would, it, I, I definitely think they're, this is a team that is, should easily get to the playoffs, even if it's in a wild card capacity. Uh, and, and I mean, I, they, they probably still win the division, but I mean, Cowboys got a win yet last, this past week, commanders are only a couple games behind them too. So maybe that, that race gets a little tight for them, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, the, the blowout of the week, there wasn't really like a substantial blowout, uh, unlike the past few weeks. Uh, this one, this one once again goes to the Dolphins who took care of business against the Panthers. Yeah. Panthers started out being 14 and O, and yet the Dolphins were able to, uh, uh, turn it around rather quickly. Uh, poor Carolina. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot about the the the, the earlier on, early on. I was just like, wow, they, the, the Panthers are beating the Dolphins, and then it was yep. just like, oh no, no, that didn't last long. Um, but hey, yeah, I. Well, here, here's the interesting thing about the Panthers, though they they are there. So so there have been reports, and and I think we might have talked about this last week. I'm not sure. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, where it was, they were talking about the fact that. Uh, they, they they might they were considering CJ Stroud instead of Bryce Young and then the ownership stepped in and chose Bryce Young. So what happened was that uh the head coach now has Frank Reich has given the play calling duties to Thomas Brown, their offensive coordinator, and Thomas Brown supposedly it sounds like he I mean he he will say whatever obviously to make it not sound like it's bad there, but he he's mm. he's making it sound like he did like Bryce Young the most out of uh who was there and maybe he has some sort of game plan he has been thomas brown is actually a name i feel like i've heard about for a while i believe he was with the rams for a while um he he's he might be the one that could help unlock bryce young eventually so we'll see i mean i i you know obviously i don't think the panthers are in any way going to turn things completely around here but no if they can get some wins just to kind of and, and get bryce young to a point where he's kind of playing a little bit better eh, i mean I, I this won't be a complete loss for the carolina panthers this year i don't think uh yeah just get get out of a rough hole and, and maybe just get some promising results and you'll be okay dolphins continue to reign supreme sunday night football eagles dolphins coming up soon here uh and now let's talk about the chaos of the week which was the other big upset uh (laughs) cleveland browns took care of business against the 49ers matt it's as if the browns did not need to to have a major quarterback trade to actually have their team be good yeah, you'd think that, like, you know, developing a really strong defense and at least just having an, uh, an average quarterback um, that won't actively lose your game, lose you games is uh, is actually pretty helpful for an NFL team. Yeah. Um, case in point, the, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that this this was a mix of a lot of things. Obviously, uh, San Francisco, uh, both Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey were um, out uh had were out of the game at one point uh, due yeah. to injury um and my fantasy team is fucking panicking um <laughs> uh, meaning, meaning you are panicking because meaning panicking. i am panicking um, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> but uh you know they'll 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 be back if they, they're sure. both of those two are actually like potentially playing monday night 
Like that's that's wild. How, that's yeah. how unserious these injuries are. Um, and if they don't, they'll be back the week after. It'll all be fine. Yeah, um, they'll be fine. Um, I this was also Brock Purdy's first regular season loss. That's wild. Which is also wild. And it was in a game where he like the weather was shit. All of his offensive players were out, um, and he still got them into field goal range. The kicker just missed the field goal, which I'm blaming the weather. I'm not blaming the kicker there on that at all. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The 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 role. I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, rookie kicker." <laughs> and yeah, I'm no. Just it's like, like it, yeah, the it's weather kinda, was shit. It's a rough. It was a rough game. Rough situation. Yeah. It just like you, you know, it, it it happens. You gotta lose at some point, you know. Yeah. And I don't think this is any condemnation on Brock Purdy at all. Like, it, like he 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 played well. The Browns' defense is just really fucking good. The Browns' defense is very good. And, it's a very good defense. And I that I think that you know going into the season, I think that was the thing that we were worried about in the sense of just like, oh man, it, it, this is going to be a good team now, and Deshaun Watson's yeah. going to get credit. Here's the thing, though, he may not get the credit. <laughs> no, because he's because he's he's uh, consistently playing like dog do yeah and now it's like you know he's he's been out with an injury that everyone's saying that he's faking like (laughs) imagine oh my god um i i i am hopeful i'm gonna be rooting the hardest for pj walker to succeed if pj walker succeeds and plays better than deshaun watson like like uh game game after game that would be the funniest fucking outcome it would it would be the most we're on the we're on the precipice of the funniest uh, the most comedic thing, yes, uh, happening to to the Browns, <laughs> trading uh, your soul away for uh for a really shitty person, yeah, to not help your football team and then replacing him with the fucking uh prize, uh the 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 prize of the XFL. <laughs> like, hey hey, I mean like wasn't it PJ Walker who had that like insane throw? There, there was like an incredible throw last year by a Panthers quarterback in the Falcons I think that was game. PJ Walker, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he has it in him. I mean, I know, I know he, he does for sure. I know he he didn't have like this incredible game. Like it was a nineteen fourteen game. Like it was not. It was it was low scoring. But like, yeah, I don't know. I I I am hopeful to keep on seeing the Browns start PJ Walker, and that will make me that would make me okay with rooting somewhat for the Browns if they if yeah. that's if that's if Watson's not the quarterback I am a, I will be a Browns fan right yeah I will I will I'll go along with this with this uh, situation because it is it is a very it's a very incredible defense that they've had yep. uh, through six weeks um by the way a couple things uh Eagles. Uh, signed wide receiver Julio Jones. Offense is fixed, no problems. I that that's kind of <laughs> nuts. I mean, I don't know how well that's going to go over for them, but like, that's that's kind of insane that Jones is still going. Um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other thing, uh, the other thing I want, I just want to say, and we'll, we'll just brush on it quickly, and I'll drop out of it. I. There is this very small part of me that kind of wishes that Aaron Rodgers was still starting and playing. Like that. Because, <laughs> I get it. I because, get it. God damn, this man literally goes on on the Matt Pat McAfee show and is like, "Hey, Travis Kelsey, debate me." <laughs> like a fucking, like just the worst Twitter c- user people. Yeah, the, like the worst yeah, fucking human being. So much time in their basement. 
I, I can't. Like, I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, I and he's being paid millions to go on that show too, and I'm just like, oh yeah. You know what? I rather him play quarterback. I just ra- mm-hmm. get get him get healthy. Use your dolphin fuck noises. And just go and, and get back onto the field, please. I you can't. I can't stand this man at all. Um. Anyways, speaking so of New York football teams, it's time for the go fuck yourself game of the week. Oh yeah. Stop. Stop putting the Giants on fucking primetime. I think they. I think this was the last one. <laughs> Thank God. Four I'm... primetime games in the first six weeks. This is the first time in NFL history that that has ever happened. Yeah. No. Where I, a team no. has had four primetime games in the first six weeks. It's it's because they had a pretty good year last year. Stop putting the Giants in prime time. No one wants to see this shit. Oh, wait, no, there is one more. But it's like, yeah, it's like December 11th. But I mean, they they, I think the flex rules are in place. So they might they might be able to flex change the Monday night game by like (laughs) week 13, which they should, because it's also against the Packers, who are not necessarily that like amazing either. So, yeah. It's been rough. It's been a rough go of it. Um, all right. Let's uh let's go ahead and go. Let's talk about the coaches. Let's do that. I wa I, I again I, I was trying to think of a couple of themes for this segment. I initially was like, oh, it's the coaching circus. So we're gonna have we're gonna talk about the ones who are still like the main events, the sideshow acts that might be disposable, and the, the ones that are being fired out of a cannon. That so, I, that was the initial idea, but I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I, I kind of like fuck circuses to a certain extent. Um so um I'm just gonna lean into the carousel thing. Of like, okay. hey, so you have the car. I guess is being on the carousel a good or bad thing? Um, so I mean, the carousel is the. Um, uh, I think a carousel would have to apply to a specific team that mm. is experiencing a huge changeover. So if a team, you know, the the quarterback carousel, Carolina and Washington are quarterback carousels, right? Yeah. In uh, Indianapolis for a while. Might still be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Like Indianapolis. I mean, Shane Steichen. I mean, Rich, done, like Rich, Rich, Richardson, Richardson got off um, and for, for a little bit. Gardner Minch is going to get his turn and then uh, Richardson will go back on. But yeah, next season. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Richardson is coming back this year, unfortunately. No, that's why next next season. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean. That's fair, and, and I, I guess it's like so. I guess it's like each individual carousel. So like, all right. So we're basically gonna be like, is there a carousel? <laughs> will it no, carousel? Well, we will. We <laughs> will look at the coaches and say, I. I don't think. We, I, I think the carousel metaphor isn't a good one here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's let, let's let's go through the ones who we think are safe, and let, let's let's focus on the AFC for now. Okay. I'll start with the AFC North. Zach Taylor, safe. Not going anywhere. Yeah, I yep. only th- the only thing I could see going really south is if they just keep losing and they uh-huh. keep going. Like that is the only situation where I'm like maybe, but like the Bengals have also like we forget about like the Marvin Lewis years, how many years he kind of just went without being fired. He also went to the playoffs yep. a lot, so yeah. I, I, and I, you, we'll see. We we're we're already seeing a turnaround for the Bengals. I think he's he's, he's locked in. Uh, John Harbaugh for the Ravens. Stain. I think so. I would be surprised. Yeah. Uh, Mike Tomlin staying. Staying. He's he's such a staple, and he is the biggest reason why the roster stays competitive even when everything else is shit. So like yep. I, 
Yeah. He should fire Matt Canada. But... He should. He should. No, yeah. There's yeah. there's like a mini carousel. You know, it's like yeah. one of those like really like the small ones where you put the toddlers on. That that. But it's one. Like, it's one, it's one that Steelers fans want to ride because they don't want. <laughs> yeah. They don't want Matt Canada there anymore. Right. Exactly. Uh, and then Kevin Stefanski. So this is an interesting one <laughs> because I feel like you could go either way with this. There's they. This has been a very hopeful start for the year for for the Browns. They are three yep. and two. They are, but the biggest reason why they have been so successful is their defense. They have not fixed Deshaun Watson. They have not done enough on the offensive side to really have a lot of hope. That said, there's also the running game did play a factor in the in in their win and and they 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 they're they're playing well enough without Nick Chubb after he went down. So. I mean, it's just like you just need to keep it going because he's he is. I think he's this is either his third or fourth year. Yeah. Like he, there needs to be a lot more. Like you need to keep on having these dominant wins going forward because otherwise, you, I I I I think he's kind of like I don't think he's on the hot seat. I think he's maybe like teetering. He just needs he needs to keep winning. If he doesn't win this year, he'll be on the hot seat next year. Yeah, that that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yep. Uh, Jaguars. Let's go to AFC South now. Jaguars. Doug Peterson. He's staying. I think he's safe for now. Yeah. Um, Titans. Mike Vrabel. I. It depends on how many games they win. I think. Because this is not like here's the thing. I think that Mike Vrabel is a really talented head coach, and I think that the organization will recognize that the roster is not good right now. Yeah. And the roster is what's holding them back, not necessarily Vrabel. Have they they fired their general manager? Was it that last year that they fired the general manager? Uh, I forget when that happened. If that was last year or the year before. Um it's been a bit. John Robinson was the old GM. I forget who got last, hired. Last last season. It was last season. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so they they're kind of in the middle of like a weird rebuild situation, so I I don't know. I think I think Mike Vrabel has kind of proven himself to be a good enough head coach where if you do end up bottoming, bottoming out for the rest of the year and like I, I like I don't think it's a guarantee slam dunk that he gets fired. Yeah, Even, and I feel I would yeah. trust him to rebuild my team. Right. That's the thing. It's, yeah, it's just it's very clear in my opinion that the roster just isn't good and if you give him a good right. roster and help him rebuild it, it'll be great. It'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm with you on that. Uh, Colts, Shane Steichen, first I, year. I think Col- Colts and Texans both rookie head coaches are b- both getting a second year. Yeah, they, they they there's been enough promising stuff that yeah. they they should not they should not get let go. Although it's yeah. the Texans, so it is it is the Texans. However, <laughs> I I this is a they're actually winning games. So yeah, yeah maybe they, I think I think it'll be good. Yeah, I think fair. that like um that like a, a head coach has to be fucking horrendous. Yeah. To be to to lose their job after one year. Yeah, but the, I I don't think either Lovey Smith or what uh the guy before it uh Romeo. Uh, Romeo. No, Romeo. Well, Romeo Cornell was was a Romeo Cornell. I think he was an intern guy. I, yeah, wait, what, whatever it was. He, wasn't he right before Lovey though? There is a guy before Lovey that was not. It was not Romeo Cornell. It was like a guy that was hired from the Ravens, and it was 
Ah, oh, man, I'm going to forget his name. He was like a long-time coach, and he got the hire out of nowhere. I'm just going to forget what his name is. Anyways. David Culley. David Culley, there you go. Just look the, it up, yep. The, the, I, you're, you're right, though. Like, it, like those yeah. two did have, like, lo- like really bad losing seasons, but they did have those promising moments where you're like, okay, it was a bad year. You could move on with a, a, a guy with a, a second year in. This year, it is different where it's like you ha- you're you three and two, I believe, uh, through the – five or six weeks or three three and three like you and you have you've shown that you have a guy that seems like the franchise guy at this point with cj stroud and you do have a defense that's playing pretty decently like you you have things that are really hopeful about this team if this team could get to seven wins this it domingo ryan should not at all be considered uh, on the brink no uh, and i don't th- i don't think he will be yeah all right afc east the bills nah that nope. Sean McDermott's safe, I think. Yep. I, like barring like a losing record, but man, I don't know. I think they, I think they really like him. They, uh, yeah, I think they just extended him too. So yeah, uh, Mike McDaniel of the Dolphins, no way. I think no at way. This, I think at this <laughs> point there is too mu- too much good there. Uh, yeah. I know that they, they were antsy about wanting to like replace him with someone like last year. Weirdly, I think because of Sean Payton uh-huh. was available. Boy, they dodged a bullet. I think. Oh, thank God. Um, the Patriots and Bill Belichick. I think that Bill Belichick, this will be his last year coaching. I think I, he will, yeah. they will, they will give him the respect to let him finish the year. I Unless think he wants to call it quits early because he's getting embarrassed on a daily basis that much on a weekly basis. I think that is the only, I think that that is like, I think Robert Kraft is so, is definitely pissed off about the situation enough where he could fire Belichick midseason, but that would be a stunning move to do to a guy that has been part of the organization. It's such a, such a, yeah. I mean, what considered one of the best coaches of all time, won six Super Bowls there. Like I, I, it would, that would be such a slap in the face on the way out. If you got rid of him during the year, but I, I, unless, but unless Robert Kraft is crazy enough to be like i still think that this team has enough talent that they could get better if we get rid of belichick but i don't know about that man uh no this team does not have talent really that's the thing that's the that's, problem that's the thing it's just like 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 yeah we could question all, i mean and the, and the problem with the fact the lack of talent is because of belichick because he's like the main like awesome gm right <laughs> but like like i don't know i just i just i i think it would be smarter of them to just ride this season out get a high draft pick and call it quits like at that point like i i but i agree with you i'm like this should be an end of the year firing yeah uh, barring any major changes and then you have the jets with robert sala and i think this if they start to really bottom out i think he gets fired but Mm-hmm. If they keep the competitiveness that they've had going and they can at least get to nine wins or eight wins, nine wins, I think I think I they keep them around. Chance. Yeah, I agree. Um and then AFC West, Andy Reid. Gone oh, shit. Gone. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Now he's gone. Yeah, now we got rid of him. No. He's <laughs> he's 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 alright. He's 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 he'll stay. Brandon Staley and the Chargers. Gone. Even if they have a winning season, he's gone. (laughs) Like, holy shit, is he just like what just one of the most head up his ass head coaches? 
that I, like you have such a talented roster and you're investing so much into this team that your team should not be losing as many games as it is. I think the only way that he keeps his job is if they win a playoff game. And at this point, they may not even make the playoffs. There is a clause in the Iowa head coach's contract where he has to like reach a minimum points per game in order to keep his job this year. University <laughs> of Iowa. Okay. Uh, and the University of Iowa is so good defensively that they could they have a non-zero chance to potentially like make it into the college football playoffs mm-hmm. and he could yeah. still lose his job. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, I I mean when you're Iowa and you have been living off of defense first and offense way lower on the priority list yeah, I guess you kind of need those clauses to be there <laughs> to kind of spark anything. Um, all right, uh, that's let's... how I feel about Staley. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I. That's. I agree though. I think it's like you need to win a playoff game because you are yeah. you have proven time and time again to be one of the more incompetent head coaches in terms of any sort of play calling and, and clock management and stuff like that. Which brings us to Josh <laughs> McDaniels. <laughs> Josh McDaniels of the Raiders, who I think at this point, like, look, I will say this: they are on the cusp of potentially having a three-game winning streak, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, um, but that said, I'm like, you really need to have like a really good year. I think you need you yeah. need to make the playoffs. Because I, I think everyone sees it. Everyone sees that this team is just not believing in this guy and is also just, just we all see the just insane decisions he is making. He's worse than Staley in some ways. Horrible play calling. It's been brutal. So, yeah, I think, I think he's on the brink. Um, yeah. Broncos, Sean Payton. I think that they need to give him another year simply because of the trade that they had to make for him. <laughs> I agree. I, I would. I would fire him. I would give him. And, an I, and I and I would put um, Pete Carroll and Drew Brees in the Hall of Fame immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I I. I, I would keep him around for the comedic value. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, it's kind of it all great. comes back to Kevin James, Chris. It does. It does. You know what? Can I just t- tell you? Like, the more we get away from that film, I'm yeah. like, man, Kevin James was the perfect casting choice for it's Sean Payton. Nuts. It is nuts. I, the first brush of it was just like, wait, what? Kevin James? That's so weird. One of the best coaches in, in that we've seen with the Saints. That, sound, that seems very weird choice to have Kevin James play him in a comedy. And it's just like, nope, it makes nope. complete fucking sense. It, makes, it completely makes sense given what we know now. Um yep. Chance, I, I, yeah, I, who knows? Who knows? Like, I, I think, the, I think that the, they, the Broncos are already fucked. They're even more fucked if Sean Payton is not coaching them at least next year. Yeah, they need, they, they need another year of him being serious. Like, they, 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 yeah. need, they need to have another year of him. They need to get better talent in their building because yeah. ultimately, like, this, this team that we thought was filled with talent that that was going to be playing well, it's just not there. It's no one's playing at the level that they should be. Maybe with the exception of Patrick Sertan, and even then, they, he's a, he's going to be a great trade candidate for them at the deadline. Like, oh yeah, 
Like, so <laughs> it's just like, I, I, yeah, it's it's been, it's not been great. Uh, all right, let's go to the NFC. NFC North, Kevin O'Connell of the Vikings. Second year. Maybe. 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 I, I think, it, like, the Vikings are not in a good spot. I think he might still get another chance. I think the Vikings have been in a situation of wanting to rebuild. I think yeah. that they've been – they have this new GM. They have the, the head coach uh, that is in his second year – and like I do, like I think the Vikings are kind of doing what the Giants wanted to do and are failing uh, at doing, where it they want they're they had like this first year where it was incredible thirteen and three what the fuck no or thirteen and four whatever it was yeah. like like incredible season that no one saw coming even though we all kind of also saw through it in a way. Um, this second go through, I'm like, I I think it's okay. The idea of this team, if this team tanks, I think they do go one more year with this group, get better, get better on the roster a little bit, build around Justin Jefferson mainly, uh, mm. and keep him healthy too. Like, don't rush him back this year. Um, I who knows if they keep Cousins? They might keep Cousins. They may go with a rookie quarterback. Who knows? But. Like I think, I think you're totally okay with the idea of just going through the rest of this year. Let 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 the season play out as it may. Get maybe get a high draft pick and go. I I mean they are they're they're playing well. They're playing enough well where they're not going to be a trash fire like the Giants. I keep on pointing to them because the two teams are very similar to me. Uh, but like they're they're playing. They're two and four, but like they they're playing enough where like they're going to remain competitive through I think a lot of their games. And so we'll see how it goes. Um, the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. I think he's safe. I, this, this might is... win Coach of the Year. Like, yeah, <laughs> doing yeah. good, good things in in the Motor City. I yeah, I I I'd hope. Like, if the, if if we get to a situation where Dan Campbell gets fired at the end of the year, that means things went really really south, really really yeah. fast, and that would suck. So I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that this is a safe situation. Um, the Green Bay Packers met Lafleur. He's he's safe. I think he's so too. He's I, he's done he's done a, a really great job there. I do think that, that it's a, uh, um, you know, this might be a little bit of a down year, but you know, uh, Jordan Love growing pains. They're gonna I, happen. Yeah. Yep. I he'll think. Be, I, yeah. He'll, he'll be safe. Yeah. I I agree. Bears. Matt, God. Matt, Matt Eberflus. Yeah. God. Yeah. Get him out of here. I, I am yeah. scarred, and I know that Luke Getz is calling plays. Get him out too, but. Uh, the, my least favorite play in all of football is the wide receiver screen. Mm-hmm. And he called three in a row. Maybe this time it'll work. Never does. I will never watch the Bears do a wide receiver screen that goes for, that doesn't, uh, end at the line of scrimmage. It's rough. It sucks. Um, yeah. It's the worst playing foot. It's the worst playing football. I'm with you. I mean, I mean, I think, <laughs> I, I think it was, it was an encouraging sign that you had the Thursday night win, but. And I, I think what you got with Justin Fields in terms of what, how he played in that game was 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 really reassuring. I think that there is now going to be some kind of pressure if the Bears are just bound to keep on going south at this point to maybe trade him and, and be able to capitalize on the fact that you are going to have a very high draft pick next year to get a quarterback. 
Like, yep. that's I think that is maybe your best. Maybe two, likely two. Yeah, because you're gonna you're pl- you're, you're definitely gonna be playing Bogart this week. Um, yes, at quarterback. So like bad bad badgent. Badgent, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Bogart. Yeah, Bogart. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's... No, Tyler Badgett's not Bogart. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 <laughs> they, they the, those names, they give all just him, give him the a same. give him a chance, Chris. He's not that bad yet. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, no, we, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. But I I do think that they 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 should consider a trade for trading Justin Fields I, and then maybe the guy rookie. I want that for Justin Fields. That's that's my thing because I feel like he's because... he, he's a better situation. He needs a better situation. He has not never been in a situation where he can thrive. No. Where where ever where things are put in place for him to excel. It's always been expected, just expected that he'll be great. That doesn't happen because people are human beings, you know? Yeah. So for his sake, I hope he gets traded. Um I'm not thrilled. I'm not like I I would love it if Fields like if Fields played the rest of the year for the Bears and the play calling was a little bit better, and he sh- he plays like he did on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I would love for that to happen, and then him be our quarterback next year when we draft amazing players or get amazing players by trading away. Because yeah. I do think that I do think that, and sorry for so much Bears talk. Um, I do think that Ryan Poles, minus the Claypool trade, has done a really good job building a roster. The coaching is just horrendous. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting. I, 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 I would like to see. I, I'm with you. I think it would be best to see Justin Fields in just a new uniform in a better situation. And I think one, of the, one, one scenario that was thrown out there. I think by the Athletic, is the Falcons. That, that, yeah, honestly, that would be fascinating. That sounds great. That sounds great. That would be very, very interesting. I think uh, the Falcons can win their division if they have Fields. Speaking of the Falcons, Arthur Smith. I want him. Go- I want him gone. <laughs> yeah that's fair i yeah i think if things de- continue to get worse for the falcons i think i think he's gone i it's yeah. three years in and i think a lot of people are frustrated with his use of very talented players how Bijan robinson is on this roster and they still kind of are having a rough time running the ball is beyond yep insane like you draft kyle pitts and drake london this high as you do and you're throwing the ball to fucking mac hollins all the time no disrespect to mr hollins but come on (laughs) uh yeah i i just i it's it is it's been kind of maddening uh to watch this team play um football uh all right next up is the Tampa Bay buccaneers todd bulls I think if he if they win the division, he's safe. Uh, he might be safe anyway. If they win the division, he's definitely safe. Otherwise, it might get choppy if he doesn't. Yeah, I think I think you're talking. I I think at least you gotta win. Yeah, eight, eight games. A very winnable division too. Like right. Yeah, I think I think that's the case for a lot of these guys. Like if you're, yeah. I mean, I think Frank Reich maybe being an exception. They like the, I think the Panthers will probably keep him around. Another yeah, year for for first year with a new team, I think he's he's safe. Yeah, I'm not to say that like David Tepper has not really been the most level headed uh, uh, owner, but I think no. that, I think he probably will know better than to fire get rid of a head coach after one year, especially yeah. just considering Frank Rex like past like he's he's had some good seasons with the Colts and 
Like I, I, I think that I think he sticks around. But then, yeah, then, then you go to the Saints with Dennis Allen, and it's, it, I feel like he's in the same spot as Todd Bowles and the same spot as Arthur Smith, where it's just like this is a winnable division. You have a defense that's very good, but you, you're you're struggling on offense, which granted is not your forte, but that's still it's still your team, and you still need to win. And uh, do you get rid of Pete Carmichael at that point? I don't know. Like it's just I, 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 I think Dennis. I think. I think all three of those coaches, Dennis Allen, Arthur Smith, Todd Bowles, are on the hot seat. And I think whoever wins the division between those three will be safe another year and the other two <laughs> might be fired. Like that so that's yeah. that is the stakes, the high stakes of the NFC South. <laughs> yep. <laughs> for this, I agree with that. For this year. Uh next up, NFC East. Eagles. Nick Sirianni. Safe. safe. He should be safe. Uh the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. Get him out of there. Oh, my God. Like, I don't think, like, you know, maybe if he makes the playoffs and wins a playoff game, it's it's different. But I, Mike McCarthy is just one of those head coaches. That is, it's the absolute Jerry Jones hire. Cowboys fans will not be happy again until Jerry Jones is not the owner of their football team. Yeah. I like, hope, <laughs> I, yeah, I really, I, like, he needs, yeah, he, they, they need, to get to the NFC Championship, I think I that feels like the bar at this point. To I can avoid... see that. with this with this Cowboys team, it should they should have been at least in one NFC Championship. By this point. That has to that you in order to, like because I think even if they get get a wild card, let's say they win that mm-hmm. wild card game and they get back to the divisional round, and then they get blown up by the 49ers again. <laughs> then, then like it's like what are we doing what are we doing yeah. it's it, and then it's time for, it might be time for a change and i think i think the cowboys should be considering that well they who knows but yeah uh, i mean they did they did finally do it with garrett so it's like i think yeah. it's only a matter of time for them to do it with mccarthy as well because it's now we're entered year four year five of mccarthy I saw a video of, uh, like, a timeout was called. I forget by which team. It would be funny if it was him, but I think it was by the Chargers. Um, A timeout was called, and he said to the ref, it it looked like he said, why did the clock stop? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That fucking, uh, was 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 it Mike McCarthy that was, like, he didn't realize he had a couple of timeouts left? No, he had, um, unless, I, 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 uh, full transparency. I was not watching the entire game. Now, I, don't, he, I don't know about this game. I, I'm trying to think of uh, earlier this cause, year. Cause, I, yeah, because because this game he um uh, uh he blew his timeouts with like 12 minutes left in the game. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what happened. That was last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Yep. Uh, side note, because this is just what reminded me of this. Uh, I I finally completed watching the the I, I watched the entirety of the history of minnesota vikings and then i uh-huh. went back and then i also watched the history of the atlanta falcons uh-huh. um it is very for i first of all love that the falcons that, that john boyce uh branded the falcons as the basically the comedians of the nfl i think that's very good <laughs> um yeah. but second uh i i it was so sad when he was just like and he we they hired arthur smith uh to to lead this team and they have uh, so uh, great players. They just drafted an all-time tight end in Kyle Pitts, and 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 then he'll be paired with, and it slowly pans out, and it's Calvin Ridley. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, no. 
so I'm just like that that aged poorly at the end. Yay. <laughs> um but anyways, um no fucking great. I I I can't wait for us to do I w I really do want to do like virtual Bulbas episodes where we just talk about those documentaries. Because yeah, I'll 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 think we're gonna end up getting the sequel to twenty. Which is so sad because that 20. was such a good cliffhanger. It was so good. And so I, I like oh, We are still asleep like nine is. <laughs> We'll 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 see. We'll see. I mean, hopefully we'll get it. But if not, then we'll uh we'll we'll absolutely do a show in the off season where we talk about one one or both of these documentaries because they yeah. they're, they're fantastic. The um, Herschel Walker trade is my favorite. Uh, maybe my favorite thing in the history of the NFL. That's that. It's it's so good and especially because like, he's a piece of shit. Yes. And like and like the 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 whole lore of that moment is that Herschel Walker sucks ass. Yes, it's, like. <laughs> it's it's really good. It's fantastic. Um, all right, next up is the commanders, Ron Rivera. I yeah, he's on the hot seat. He has to be right. I think he, he. I would say he's pretty likely. Yeah, to not be around. I mean, the only thing that could do it is if he somehow wins this division. I think. That's yeah, it. which you know the Eagles and the Cowboys are here. Right. I I guess if, yep. if if there's a playoff berth maybe, but new ownership they always like to turn things over. They completely yep. they want they want to change things. They want to change this up. So yeah, I think th this is yeah. this is Rivera's last ride. Brian Dable, he's staying. <sighs> I think he, I, I I think with with last like they they could chalk this one up to a down year and he'll he'll keep going. I know, but like I even when you're watching that Bills Giants game, I am seeing so many signs of Ben McAdoo. Of what oh, no. ended up transpiring, <laughs> and you know what? It's even worse because Ben McAdoo, granted, like I, I went over this last time, where I'm like, I, I, I think Ben McAdoo kind of got like a tough rap because of uh, the Geno benching Eli Manning for Geno Smith thing, and mm -hmm. that that still grinds my gears to this day. But like, there is a level of arrogance <laughs> to Brian Dable that I'm starting to see that like he he gets so angry at the players and doesn't do anything to just be accountable for himself in these situations. And that is uh, not good. And not I really know. And I think I look, I, the giants, they're, they're, they're going to be a bad team this year, but it more than anything, it's going to be how they lose these games that I think will play into factor whether or not he goes, because if if it is that they like, it could be one thing that they just keep on losing like really close games, or yeah, even if they get a couple blowouts here and there, like fine, like whatever. If they are losing in ways that it is embarrassing to the organization, the ego of John Mara is not going to allow that to continue, and <laughs> John Mara will fire Brian Dable. Good so point. I that's my opinion on it. I I think I'm with you. I think they probably give him another year. I think last year was hopeful enough, but the same thing was said about Ben McAdoo that year, and look where it ended up. So that's that's yep. that that's all I'll, I'll say on that. Um, finally, NFC West, starting with the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, pro probably the uh, safest job in the league at this point. Probably, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 kind of really good at coaching. Yeah. Same with Pete Carroll, Seahawks. I think he's safe. The only thing I could see him being fired for at this point is uh, retiring, <laughs> not being yeah. fired. I think he, would, yeah. I think he's going to retire as a Seahawks coach. Uh, yeah. Beyond that, I think he's fine. 
Um, Sean McDe- McVay, I think he's had such a great start to the year. I don't think that he's going to get fired at the end of the year. No, and that. and his, uh, we talked about this with, with Vrabel, Vrabel earlier. Like, McVay has proven enough that he's a good head coach. The roster just sucks right now. Yeah. So, like, if Sean McVay but, still wants to coach, like, he would walk away before they fired him. And here's the thing. Does the, roster, go into broadcasting. Does the roster really suck right now? Like, it, it, Not that much. Not not that <laughs> much. Consider, their rookie class is very good. Like, they, yeah. for what they had, like... There's good signs ahead, I think, for the Rams. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I, I think Sean McVay is safe, and like I, I think you just said it. But the, I think the only thing I could see happening is him going to broadcasting. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and then Cardinals. Uh, John, John again. first year. First year uh, head Kyler, coach. Kyler's been, Kyler's been out. You can't. You can't judge him. I think he's. Fully. He has played. His this team has played has been kind of in a lot of these games where I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's enough there for them to give him another year, at least for sure. All right. There you go. That's that. That's our takes on the coach carousel. We'll see kind of how, uh, how these things turn out. I don't, mm-hmm. at this point, I, I would be surprised about any mid seasons firing. Maybe Eberflus, if things get really bad for the bears, or what do you Daniel? like? What do you what do you even do? What do you even do? No, yeah, I think you I think you kind of just have to ride this out. Um, yeah, I think McDaniel and or Staley, maybe like that's yeah. that's that's that I'm thinking like that could be uh, like a scorched earth type firing for either of those yeah. owners. So, yeah. All right. On to the predictions. Uh, we, we, we had a rough last week, uh, you and I, we went seven and eight each minus, uh, two points for each. Uh, so thus far through six weeks, Matt, you are sitting at 56, 37, 18 points in all looking real nice. 50, 43 for me. Hate that I'm moving towards 500. It's not great. Um, Six points. Plenty of season mm-hmm. left. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and Matt, I want you to have first pick here. So the Jacksonville Jaguars at New Orleans Saints, a actually somewhat decent Thursday night football game. I'm kind of mm-hmm. looking forward to this one. Uh, Jaguars are on a hot streak right now. I believe this is their third game. They're, they're on a three-game winning streak overall after a rough start to the year. Saints... Uh, blew out the Pan- Patriots the week before, but then kind of got taken down a notch by the Texans. What do you think is going to happen? I think that the Jaguars are finally kind of starting to put it together. I feel very similarly about both the the Jags and the Bengals, where you're starting to see the signs of like what you expected these uh, these teams to be. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the uh, with the Jaguars here. I think that they, it, it, it's not a slam dunk, but I do think that they will take the take the W. I'm with you. I'm picking the Jaguars. Feel good about it. I think that they are, they 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 are they are on the right path. They're just playing very very good football at this point. Uh, not not amazing, but they're getting there. Yeah, they're pretty good. Las Vegas Raiders versus the Chicago Bears. Bears are starting their backup quarterback due to Justin Fields' hand injury. Um, they did lose to Minnesota. Raiders did manage to have a really weird win against the Patriots. Was still a win. The Raiders could go above 500, which we weren't expecting. Do you think they will? I think they will, but this also reeks of a game that Josh McDaniels can blow. Yeah. 
I mean, we thought that about the Patriots. That's true. Game. And that, I mean, it was close. <laughs> I, I think, if I remember, uh, maybe maybe I'm misremembering that game, but uh, the I I I'm I'm gonna pick the Raiders. I'm gonna pick the Raiders. Yeah, it was twenty twenty one seventeen was was the final score for that. Score. Yeah. Uh, next up, <laughs> sounds so fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, Cleveland Browns at Indianapolis Colts. Browns, of course, coming off of the biggest, one of the bigger upsets of the of the year. The Colts, of course, coming off of the rough loss against the Jags. What do you think is going to happen? I think I'm going to give this one to the Browns. I do like Gardner Minshew, obviously, but, you know, this is a rough defense to go against. Yeah. And um, another week how they are right now i think that the browns will be able to take care of it yeah i think so too i i i i think at this point it's kind of it's just getting harder and harder to pick against this browns defense is it's yeah they are playing uh very top tier football at the moment buffalo bills versus the new england patriots bills had a rough win against the the giants um mm-hmm. I saw a take that Josh Allen plays to the level of the team that he's facing. Yeah, I don't know. Which is really funny. It's um, not a good sign for this week. Not a good sign for the Patriots, though. But the Patriots also have been a really sucky team. Yeah. Will the Bills be able to take care of it? I. This was a tempting chaos. This was so tempting. Yeah. Just because of the way the Bills have been playing, I've. They they have it felt it has felt like they have not been the same since Matt Milano went down with an injury, and also the offense has just been. I mean, the defense has still figured out ways to hold up, but their mm-hmm. offense has just not been very good. Which is not Matt Milano's fault, granted, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pick the Bills, but not feeling good. Yeah, I'm still I'm still gonna pick the Bills here. I think it's fine. Washington Commanders at the New York Giants. Commanders are coming off a nice victory over the Falcons. Giants, we talked about. What do you think is going to happen? I, Sam Howell's played pretty good. Yeah. I think that he could win the this game and uh, send the Giants into more hell. Yeah. I, I agree with you. In fact, <laughs> I agree with you so much. I'm going to guarantee it. Very, very fancy guarantee there. I like it, it. it. In a way that's like, you know what, Commanders could blow this game, but also it's the Giants. Yeah. And I don't, I don't trust them uh, at this point. I don't blame you. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons versus the Buccaneers. Buccaneers coming off their uh, loss to Detroit, um, who's been a pretty good team versus the Falcons, who lost to the Commanders. Uh, winner of this, depending on how the Saints do uh, as well, given... Uh, is in the lead for the division. It's a, it's an interesting one. Um, I I it's it's a battle between one team had a pretty solid start to the year and but has been one in three since, um, and the other also had a solid start to the year has looked maybe a little bit more competent, uh, but. Uh, you know, you got you got like a Falcons defense that's decent versus a Buccaneers defense that's decent. Uh, two offenses they're still trying to kind of like get really going. What do you think is going to happen here? I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I do think that the um, 
uh, that the uh, their loss to Detroit. Detroit is such a good team mm-hmm. that I'm not going to hold that against the Buccaneers that bad. And they were three and one before their bye. So yeah. before their bye, and then Detroit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the Buccaneers here. Yeah, their only loss has been losses have been to very good teams, the Eagles yeah. and Lions. So yep. I think they take care of business against the Falcons. Yep. Speaking of, we have the Detroit Lions versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Lions are five and one. The, Chris, we are in week six, and the Detroit Lions are tied for the best record in football. Yeah. Versus the Ravens, who managed to take care of business in London. However, um, have not been the, uh, the the full force that they have been in the past uh, quite yet this season. Who do you think is going to win? You know, um, Sanity would pick the Lions, I think, in some ways. Uh, but I, I am... I, I, I don't want to believe. I rather I want to believe rather. I want to believe that this Lions team will not stumble and that they're just going to keep on winning. I just yeah. feel like it would make so much sense going into this that the Lions are flying high and the Ravens are struggling. That the Ravens just come in here and take care of business. So I'm going to pick the Ravens, but I really hope I'm wrong. We got a little bit of a mini fucko here because I'm going to guarantee the Lions. I like it. I like it. Because, yeah, and, like, when, when I say, like, you know, they just lost Dave Montgomery to injury. He's been their main rusher. I don't think that's going to matter. I think that uh, uh, Craig Reynolds, who I put in a ra- waiver claim for, and I'll find out if I get him tomorrow, um, backing up Jameer Gibbs, hopefully, for the love of God, start using him. And I say this with someone who has a lot of David Montgomery in fantasy. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the Lions are – maybe the second best offense in the NFL and Jared Goff should be the MVP consideration. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm guaranteeing the Lions. It's he has been playing really well. It's him and Tua. I think that they're, they're the only two quarterbacks who are playing consistently well every single week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's fair. It's a fair point. It seems like a wild idea, but I think it's a completely fair point at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, Pittsburgh, 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 Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Steelers are coming off a bye. Uh, and the Rams are uh, coming off of a win. Yeah, a win against the Cardinals. Yep. Uh, let's talk about a game that, like, oh, okay, that happened. And, like, you just kind of forget about it. Um, anyways, uh, two teams that are kind of in interesting situations. Rams are having a, a great offensive uh, such re- renaissance and the Steelers have still have a decent defense, but Rams have struggled on defense. Steelers have struggled on offense. So interesting matchups in this game overall. What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to give this one to the Rams. Actually, I second it. All right, I'm with you. Very cool. Next up, Arizona Cardinals versus Seattle Seahawks. The NFC West bird matchup is always. Mostly a fun time. Um, <laughs> uh, you know the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals have been playing pretty frisky. Sure. Uh, you ha- you haven't seen a lot of growth from them, and some pretty good play by Josh Dobbs. The uh, Seahawks uh, have been, had a couple instances where they haven't been able to like close things out, even though they should. Their red zone offense has not been that great. Will sure. that be a factor here? I feel like the Seahawks' loss on Sunday has more to do with the Bengals defense finding itself a little bit more 
then it does that the Seahawks are falling apart. I still mm-hmm. kind of believe in this team as a very talented operation, and because of that, I am going to pick the Seahawks over the Cardinals. I'm picking the Seahawks too. I don't, this is a like maybe a potential chaos, but yeah, I'll take the Seahawks. Yeah. All right, the Green Bay Packers at the Denver Broncos. Uh, it's been a long time since these two were in a Super Bowl together at one point. Uh, uh, and, and boy, it's a it's it's a much different situation for both squads. Um, I you know I I the Packers are are coming off a bye, so we'll see if maybe anything has changed for them if they've kind of just adjusted or going to maybe get better here. They are going against the Broncos, who have still not figured out how to have. Uh, well, they have a def- they, they have a defense that played like okay against the Chiefs, but that was partly the Chiefs' fault uh, to a certain extent. I don't know. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? I am going to pick the Packers here, as much as it pains me. You know, the Packers. Uh, surprisingly, the the best that the Packers have looked so far has been against the 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 absolute garbage bears mm-hmm. um so i don't have a ton of hope for them and i could see the broncos winning this game um but i'm gonna still pick the packers anyway i'm gonna pick the packers as well uh despite maybe better judgment uh but i just don't see it with the denver broncos yep los angeles Chargers versus the kansas city chiefs we just talked about the vast difference in head coaches of these two um Chiefs have been playing consistently well, although Mahomes, despite Mahomes kind of having a down year for what he's used to, uh, they've been playing a lot of close games, still uh, eking out wins. Um, The uh, refs help a very specific team uh, conspiracy is in full force with them. Um, Do you think that that will matter in this matchup? Um, I... This is the one chaos that actually looked good on the board. Uh... (laughs) With the only, the only, the only reason why I like I would even want to consider this though is just because of Justin Herbert existence, and also yeah. the fact that the Chiefs have been kind of falling apart a bit on offense. Like they're fine, they're they'll, they'll be okay. Like the Chiefs, I I don't I'm not sure I'm not I don't think that the Chiefs are going to continue to be bad, but like they're just their offense has not really been like that inspired and. Really, they've just been leaning on their defense to play well. They could probably do those things again and easily win this game. Uh, I don't trust Brandon Stanley, but I'm going to chaos the Chargers and see what happens. Uh, I also wanted to chaos the Chargers, but I feel like I should change it because we keep chaosing the same fucking teams. You, you're, it is up to you. <laughs> we're early enough in the year where it does not. we don't need to keep changing it, but it's up to you. Uh, I'm, I'll chaos them. That's fine. Yeah, a lot of similar reasons that you said. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, the Chargers defenses have been um, actually pretty solid, and Khalil Mack, uh, bless him, is uh, um, uh, bless his heart, is uh, getting a lot of sacks, so maybe he'll yeah. keep doing that. Yeah. There you go. And then, now, we are we've officially reached Sunday night football thank god a good matchup (laughs) the miami dolphins at the philadelphia eagles uh this is a 
big time matchup between two teams that uh i have just a ton of super bowl potential and we'll see how it goes matt what do you think is going to happen here uh i am the biggest mike mcdaniel fan um on this podcast maybe i'm kidding you you're also probably the mike mcdaniel fan <laughs> um and I think I I think that you know the Dolphins have the best Eagles have been struggling and the Dolphins have the best offense of the league right now. I think that they'll win the game. Not a guarantee, but I think that it's good. The I'm sorry, who, who did you pick? I'm sorry. I mean, Dolphins. I Dolphins. Oh, Dolphins. Yeah. I am going to defer. Uh, okay. The Eagles. I think the Eagles have had a good, good record against the like a Kyle Shannon Shanahan-y offense and. Uh, the way that they kind of really took it to the 49ers last year, I think, played a big factor in that. And I think that's why I'm going to lean in the, into them. I don't I don't necessarily trust this Dolphins defense to stop the Eagles, even though, again, the offense for the Eagles have has also not really been at peak form. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles. All right. I like the I like the choice. Yeah. Speaking of, I did. We didn't bring this up with the charges. Have you seen all the shit about the uh, the woman who, who was like the made all those like insane reactions during the game, and how everyone is thinking that she's like a a, a plant, right? To like make it seem like oh how 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 could the Chargers have any fans? Like right, yeah. I I I feel bad for her because I don't think that she <laughs> she probably did not ask for the camera to even be on her, let alone no. have everyone tell her you are being bought out by the NFL to sit there mm-hmm. and pretend to be excited. Like that's uh, I, I also wonder if they would be saying the same thing if she wasn't a woman. Like I yeah, I'll say that, yes. <laughs> so you it know, was it in a little defense, like it, very exaggerated movements. Sure, but it also could just but be someone also, excited. She, like she, was, she was having a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I don't. I, why does everything? Like, there's a lot of shitty things in this world. Maybe we just let this one go. It's fine. Yeah, and you know, you know, you know, uh, on on that point too. Like, like I don't trust people who automatically assume that something's a conspiracy theory because that's a horrible way to live your life. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's com- I think I, I think that is a completely fair way to. I I I I think if you're going to come out present yourself in a way that you're not going to trust anywhere anyone, why should I trust you? <laughs> like, like if why why like if, if the, we need to have mutual trust in some capacity when having communication mm-hmm. with each other. Yep. Monday Night Football, San Francisco 49ers coming off of their loss to Cleveland. Um, trying to bounce back against the, 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 the lowly Minnesota Vikings, uh, McCaffrey and Debo may play. They may not play. They may not play at a hundred percent. If they do end up playing, will that matter against the two and four Vikings? I don't think it will. I think this 49ers team should take care of business. I, I, I look last time, the, the one game I'm always going to think about when it comes to these two teams was the playoff game that the 49ers just completely dismantled this this Vikings team and I don't I don't know if they've played since then but uh they yeah no it's definitely been like 4 years since that fucking happened at this point for all I know um but like I I just don't I I do not trust this Vikings team to be good enough to to really slow down the 49ers in that way that I it would it would be very surprising 
Yeah. Uh, I'm picking the 49ers here. Yeah. Very good I, football team. I, I like I, I guess cuz like to me like the Vikings don't have the Browns defense. Like that's the thing. Like that's just the big big thing is that they don't have the Browns defense. Like and now alone I think was the reason why the 49ers lost in that game. Like what do the Vikings have that could beat the 49ers at this point? Like, not much. Not really much. Like, yeah. They don't have. They don't have Justin. If Justin Jefferson was there, maybe it'd be more interesting. It's not. He's he's out. Nope. So, all right. So, once again, walking away from that uh, convo with two disagreements. Cool. Uh, overall, Lions, Ravens, Dolphins, Eagles. I went with the home teams. Matt went with the road teams. Uh, very v- VBBFL of us. Um, That's very VBBFL of us. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and, and the guarantees are uh, I guaranteed the Commanders over the Giants, Matt guaranteed the Lions over the Ravens, and we each chaosed the the Chargers over the Chiefs. Yeah, again, like I, I don't think it's a big deal that we both chaosed because it's just like get get, get more, uh, get have better odds. NFL, like get get put put more underdogs against uh Goliaths, so for us to take, for us to pick chaoses, you know, uh don't don't give, but don't also don't make it impossible for us either. <laughs> don't put the Patriots against the Bills, like give us a, give us a chance here. Put the Texans mm-hmm. against the Bills, then 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 that's a good chaos. That's a fun <laughs> chaos. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyways, that's it for this week. Uh, next week. Uh, is a week before the trade deadline, so we're going to be doing making our own little trades uh, for uh, the for what we think should be potential trades for the uh, trade deadline. Well, if they come to fruition, probably not, but it's fun to uh, theorize and throw our ideas out there. Uh, but until then, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Virtual Ball Boys podcast, and we'll see you guys next week. Good night and good ball.